We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One of those things, a couple of guys. Andy Randy! Andy Randy! Having discussion. I be on it all night, man. I be on it all day. Straight up, pimp. If you want me, you can find me in the... What are you looking at me like that for? What are you talking about? We're supposed to make eye contact. It's the Midday Show with... Andy Walker and my son, my baby boy, Randy McMichael. When I crack open this mic... <laughs> <laughs> that was the most media member thing that's ever been yeah. said. Starring Randy Montez McMichael as Randy and my firstborn son, Andrew Stephen Bunker as Andy. You can't say Randy without saying Andy. It's the Andy and Randy Midday Show. Boring answer. Just make sure you don't touch that dial, then we'll be cool. Touch it and use the fool. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Good morning. Welcome in Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The Midday Show with Andy and Randy with you here on a hump day Wednesday. Hump day! Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it, as always. Hopefully everybody's Wednesday is off to a wonderful start. I know mine is. It's always awesome when Rusty's in here. Yes. Just a little extra fun conversation off the mic with Rusty. Good morning to you, Randy. How are you? What's happening, man? All good over here on this hump day Wednesday, Andy Bunker, as we had a short week living for the living for the weekend and everything like that and got some good stuff to get into the, tonight. Saw some great – well, not a lot of sports last night. Got a chance to watch a good thing on, on Netflix last night with the uh, World Cup, which is outstanding. But, uh, you know, get back and see some Hawks tonight. Get to see Shea Gildress. Yeah. Shea yeah. Gildress, who is, like, coming. SGA. He coming for it. Oh, yeah. He's, he, uh, yeah, he, he's he, a bona fide superstar. Yeah, he, he coming for it, mm-hmm. dog. He don't care who in his way. He's yep. just like, hey, open that door. Boom. Yep. And that's, look, that's the thing as we sort of sit here. And I went, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll have more time yeah. to talk about it as, as football really clears yeah. out of the way over the yeah. next couple of weeks. Very disappointing start yes. to the season for the Hawks. And yes. it's not even a start. I mean, we're a third of the way through almost yeah, at this they're, point. They're, they're, they're bad. Kind of is who they are, I feel like, at this point, plus the last couple of years. And and as we've had these these debates about Trey and some of the other guys that are, I don't know if you want to say similar, but had been, been viewed in a similar way over the last handful of years, the unfortunate thing for Trey, and it's still, I don't, maybe I'm biased, maybe I'm being a homer on this one, I'm not sure, Um I don't know that I blame Trey entirely no. for, for a lot of this. I think that building around him hasn't been great. Um, but a lot of these other guys that were sort of viewed in a similar light, their teams are winning. Yep. Their teams Most are winning. Thing. Yeah. I mean, SGA's got uh, OKC at the top, the top three seed in the West mm-hmm. right now. I mean, De'Aaron Fox, what he's done in Sacramento the last handful of years, validates all the hype that he had. Tyrese Halliburton. Look, I know they don't play any defense, but even there, they're not. They're, they're better than Hawks. Better than Hawks. Yeah. They're, they're above 500. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, there's a lot of these guys that we've sort of had these conversations uh, with Trey about. And all these teams, as it stands right now, are winning games yep. and playing better. Yep. And unfortunately, the Hawks are, are significantly below 500 right now and just not playing good basketball. So, look, I. Hopefully they can figure it out with this group. I am of the belief that it's going to take some some, some serious personnel changes mm-hmm. to, to make it better. And maybe they do that. Maybe they do that uh, at the trade deadline. I mean, there's, it's coming up. That's the thing about it's it. Coming it's coming up. It's something we talked to Mike uh, back in December about, you know, hanging on until then. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's coming up. And so we'll, we'll definitely uh, uh, see what kind of move they decide to make. You hear you hear Dejounte's name a lot, yeah, a whole lot, yep. for multiple teams. Yeah, for multiple. And they, like that's remember when he signed that contract, and so many people's reaction was, "Oh, that's a pretty like 
pretty market-friendly contract. Right. It's AKA tradable. tradable. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. what that is. Tradable. Tradable. Yeah. I know we're about to talk about the Falcons. Where are they at as far as draft order? Who? The Falcons. It depends. On... It depends on if they win the division or not. Okay. Let's assume. Top that... 10, if not. It'd be top... Okay, that's all I was asking. It'd be top 10. Okay, no problem. Uh, that, was, that was where I was going to, to go with that part. Uh, because it's always that, you know, as we get into this topic, always the, the split fan bases of losing mm-hmm. to for, for draft picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd never, ever stand by that, so you already know my answer to it. I believe in winning at all costs. Yes. Uh, but, Especially when, and I, I'm with you, like you yeah. root for your team to win. Yes. You, you layer on top of that the fact that there's still a chance at playing in the postseason, which is the goal. You layer on top of that the fact that you're playing your rival, right? Rival. Your rival. You're right. playing – you're playing the team you're supposed to hate the most. Right. And for me, and I can only speak about the teams that I sports hate the most, Yes, I don't care what my team's record is. I don't care what the situation is. I want to beat them. Yes. If it's the last thing I do before I die on this earth, it's uh-huh. the la- I want to beat but them. This thing- That's what a rivalry is. Uh, yeah. If you can convince yourself that oh, maybe it wouldn't be the end of the world if we lost the Saints on Sunday, I, qu- I question a few things <laughs> about... I, I do, I do. I question so right now. They're at nine. Okay, as it stands right now. As it stands right now, they're okay. at nine. Right. Now, if the if the, the the stuff breaks their way on Sunday, they win and blah blah blah. They get in the playoffs. Um, that goes to twenty. Okay, that's All where right. Tampa Bay is right now because right. they're they're the, the the leader of the division. Okay, um, so that's a significant difference. It's a big difference. It is. It's a big difference. Also, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and I, and I mean, big difference in the, the, in terms of the, the, what? If it was another team that you had to trust, other than the damn Panthers, maybe. But hell, how do they trust themselves? You know, to go down there and take care of business themselves no. and, and win a game down in New Orleans? Do they have every chance to win that game? Yes, they do, Andy. Because the Saints are just like the Falcons, just don't know which damn team's going to show up. Mm-hmm. All right, and so they're in the South for a reason. And so when I get go back to all the draft and everything, and it's always you know what you see. Right then and there, so because all I heard was Michael Penix to the Falcons. Michael Penix to the Falcons. Oh, Penix. yesterday, yeah, well, yeah. Last, last week, week, last week, Jay Sunday, Van. No, Sunday it was Justin Fields. Justin Fields. And then think after about, the Heisman, it was Jaden Daniels. Before he got hurt, it was Kirk Cousins. I got a question for you, and I, and I and I would love if Justin Fields came home. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to poo poo or nothing. Is that the answer? Is he the answer? Because as good as he is and as successful as he is, look at his team's records. It's true. You know what I mean? Look it's at his true. stats. Now, obviously, you got. Maybe better weapons here. Maybe, maybe, and everything like that. And you know, but how much better is it going to be? Yeah, not much. Uh, that's what I I'm mean, saying. I, like, like he's no, be- no. he's better yes. than what you yeah, got yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let, I, I, let I, me make clear yes, what I'm saying yes. on that. Justin Fields is. I don't, significantly better, better than what they have here than currently. these quarterbacks. Yes, he is significantly better. And I still believe that Justin Fields was the pick at, at four, four. I do agree. a couple of years I ago. Do agree. I think that would have been the right move at that point. Uh, now. It, I will never know the the real truth of what happened and why it happened the way that it happened. It seems to me like they were going to ride with Matt Ryan for a little while. I think that I think that was that was yeah. that was definitely going to be the case. But I mean, you go out there and whether you want to believe it or not, you you're going for an upgrade with the Deshaun Watson, and it backfired. Yeah, it right. backfired in your face, yeah, and that, it was so and it was such a public backfire mm-hmm. that he had to. He's like, no, I got to go. Yeah, got to go. I got to get out of here, man. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, that. That's a great example of, like, you want to – everyone wants to fix this with one thing. No. Like, oh, we got to get this quarterback. Well, but, but this quarterback is still playing in an offense that's called by this guy who can't help himself yep. but to call these plays in these oh, yeah. situations. Head coach Arthur Smith needs to tell offensive coordinator Arthur Smith, stop. That, but also <laughs> that, that guy stop. still coaches the team yes. that drafts – 
offensive skill positions in the top ten every single year and doesn't use them correctly. They're too good offensively skilled to be as bad as they are. I agree with that, but but they are, though. And we're we're three years into this thing, and we're still having the same conversations about these guys. Okay, but then that guy's a general manager for a team that did that that had their quarterback and went out and flirted with another guy and didn't get him and derailed the whole thing. But the thing about thing. it is, don't, I, this, this was not their call. Who? That was not Arthur Smith and, and Terry Fino's call. No, I know. That's, that, but, that was the owner's I call. I know, I know. And yes. that's, that's my point yeah. is, okay, that's not the – and I'm, I, you can't fire the owner. I'm not saying fire the owner. I think Arthur Blank's a good owner. He cares a great yes, deal. Yes, he does. He wants this football team to win. Yes, he does. I, I don't know – how you change your your personality in terms of I may be too involved here or too involved there or I get involved but at the wrong much, times or whatever it is. How, how much have we outside of the Falcon for Life thing and the Deshaun Watson and, and the Deshaun Watson? How many other times have we actually seen him? I don't know, but that's a lot. I mean, I, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. There's significant things because that's like because the, Falcons, the whole last five years because the Falcons for Life got you in cap hell. Yeah, the whole Deshaun Watson thing got your you know got you know bad quarterbacks. It's not saying that Matt Ryan was going to be great, but he's been, he would have been better those last two years than which you had. And at least it was a, it was a, like a, a plan and, yeah. a, and a, like a steady solution. Like this ain't this ain't a plan. No. There was no, no plan. plan. There right was now. no plan after Matt left. Exactly. There was a hope and a prayer. I know. And, but I but I also wonder though how much you can fault the guys that are making the player personnel decisions for the fact that there wasn't a plan because maybe they had a plan maybe. and all of a sudden the owner's like no nope. nope. different plan and I you want, can't he's I the want, guy he's the I owner. want this he's the owner like, I want this. if you're an owner you can throw a drink at someone and only get fined three hundred thousand dollars you can do whatever you want what if a, you're an owner of an a, NFL franchise three, how much how many billions that do worth twenty billion and he got fined three hundred grand three hundred grand. <laughs> That's like uh, if you did something bad and they took a quarter from you. Damn. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what that is. That's a slap, not even on the wrist. No, it's not. That's a slap on someone else's that, wrist, it, it, and they, you had to watch. You think it. They Venmo that. Yeah, he already probably Venmo he just sent that it over. Yeah, like all right, man. <laughs> yeah, all right. What's your Venmo? Really? What's your Venmo? Oh, you got an underscore in there? All right, that's fine. I'll send it over right now. 300,000? Oh, let me throw a damn drink on somebody this week. (laughs) (laughs) Let me throw a drink on somebody that says something smart to me this week. Because, I mean, whatever, man. Right, but but that's that's the thing. Like, that's where I get back to from, okay, all I can really focus on is what I get enjoyment out of. And what I get enjoyment out of is the team that I'm rooting for winning. Yep, that's it. I I can't be much more high-minded than that. Like, okay, I want them to lose because then the draft pick's better. What makes you think they're going to pick the right person? I don't know. What would make you think that? (laughs) You know what I mean? Another top 10 pick? Okay, that'd be four in a row. That's not what you want. You do not want four top 10 draft picks in a row. You know what that means? That means you're not good. It means you sucked four years in (laughs) a row. That's what that means. Yikes. I I hope the Falcons win on Sunday. That's all, all that to say. Me and you both. I hope they beat the Saints on Sunday. All right, we'll come back. We'll get to what's trending to kick off the show. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ladies and gentlemen, time now for What's Trending. A look at the top trending headlines of the day. Oh, my God. Brought to you by Reliable Heating and Air. Is your heating and cooling system aging? Reliable's got you covered for just $29.99 a month. No deductibles or service fees, just coverage. Call to find out more. Any week, and certainly if somebody 
is dealing, somebody in the position is dealing with an injury. I mean, they'll be ready to go. And Des was ready to go last week if he had had to play snap two. So that's how you do it. I mean, both guys got to prepare to play. And um, it's going to be kind of the same thing we did last week. It's going to be interesting how they play this out because Heineken, I mean, it was a hell of a run he had too uh, Sunday. Hell of a play by him, but. If he's that banged up, then shouldn't Dez play? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, Heineke looked very hobbled. He looked very hobbled. That's what I'm saying. Like, is he going to get better by Sunday? Yeah. I and then, I mean, it was already close, right? I mean, they're the same. Right, pretty As much. far as your chance to win when one of them is playing. Pretty much. If one of them's more hurt, then wouldn't the other one who's the same, who's not hurt, be better? You would think. But then you got to go back to the other guy. So then then you switch quarterbacks five it, times. It was an injury. That well, this would be two. this would be injury. This injury. Okay, and two of them are injury because they got hurt in uh in uh Tennessee. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly they hurt. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, all right. I know it. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah, like it, it these is. are just the worst conversations. Yeah, you man. know what I mean? Because you, the thing about it is, is because for so long you didn't have that conversation about quarterback. Yep. It's true. You know, and, and, the and, most important yeah. thing in the sport we were able to take for yeah. granted for fifteen. years. Yeah, man. And I've been on teams where it's like, damn, he's starting this week, huh? When the hell happened? Oh, okay. Well. What's, what's his name again? <laughs> I mean, How's he feel about tight end? Yeah, like, damn, he, he, he's starting this week? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the end of the year, and you got to go out there. One, you get, you're get you always promised, uh, outside of being injured, 17 of these things. Mm-hmm. And you all you never take them for granted, and I always talk from being in that locker. You never take one of these for granted. Benedict, and, and it's funny because, you know, you still have an opportunity. And that's the crazy thing about it. I know the percentage is low as hell, I, I get, and I get it. I get it, but I, I just can't concede it when there's still a chance because I've been in too many situations where the chance is there and you don't capitalize on it. Yeah, no. And so, look, yeah. Fr- from a from a them it's, standpoint, it's still a, it's still a chance. Absolutely, like they they got to go out there and do everything they can to win the game against the Saints on Sunday, and I'm sure they will. In fact, I'm not I'm not saying I'm sure they'll win. I'm saying I'm sure they'll do everything they can to try to win. Um, the best game they played all year, outside of maybe the the one a couple weeks ago against the the Colts, right was against the Saints. Remember that? They yeah. ran the ball great. Jesse Bates had the pick six. We had that caller yesterday on the AMA that said, what's the best Falcons that, player of the year? That's one. Yeah. That's it. They came to me later. Yeah. Jesse Bates pick six against the Saints. That's the best player of the year. Um, and so they, they've, they've done it. Like the, Honestly, that was the day they looked the most like we thought they might look this year. Yeah, where they really relied on the run game, and they were able to establish the tempo of the game. Yeah, I mean, but that's what – because that's what, you hang your hat, that's what you hang your hat on. That's what you – Hung your hat hung on, it. Oh, yeah, and you say, thought you, you might you, hang you, your hat you, on this you, year. You hung your hat you on it. everything like that. And, I mean, there's just so many deficiencies with this team, but the, the main deficiency is quarterback. Yeah, I know guys drop. Cordero Hart dropped a big ball on, on uh, Sunday against Chicago. I know that. Somebody missed a block. I know that. I get all that. I'm not because That's why I say it. I'm not putting it all on the quarterback, but I'm going to put the majority of it on him because he's not good enough. That's what I'm saying. I put the majority of them because the, the talent isn't there. You know, I was never sold on this whole Desmond Ritter thing from the get-go. I said, if it don't work, I said two things about this season. I said, it's all on nine. And I said, if Taylor Heineke is uh, is, is um, if he's posting short, uh, post posting shoes, something went wrong. Something went wrong. Something went wrong. Either he got hurt or it wasn't good. Yeah. And both. And both happened. Both happened. They both happened. Yeah, both happened. Which I also believe, I don't know, both of us said it, I certainly said it in the summertime, if that happens – that's a disaster. Yes. Like, that's a disaster yes. for this regime in the third year. For yes. That to happen. Which is why then the conversation now is, 
beyond a bit of what happens on Sunday because you don't control your own destiny. You got to go win on yes. Sunday and get help from a very unreliable source in the Carolina Panthers. They might be fired up because they did the owner wrong. That's three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that, that could be it. I'm sure they love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> really get the sense that guy builds a strong rapport uh, in the yeah. teams that he yeah. builds around right. him, especially in professional sports. But that's why I, I can't shake the the thought process of. I guess I don't I don't know how much what happens on Sunday matters to me in terms of the big picture. Like I want them to win. Yeah, I, I mean, want to make a playoff. A- but I I mean beyond that, I mean like if if the future of the regime is dependent on the Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. No, it does. And you, it you can't, because you not, can't because let it's not supposed be to be. Exactly. Because you're not supposed to be. The in things that this the Falcons thing. can control have gone wrong. Yeah. Right? They got themselves into a week 18 game. Where they don't control their own because we, you know, we thought we, we, we always, you know, having fun with the season. We always kind of we were like, well, maybe the NFC South is going to come down to New Orleans. Falcon, the winner, the winner's in, not knowing that because the Saints are in the same predicament. Mm-hmm. They need Carolina to win also, right. and so I mean, when you you put yourself in these situations because of you know, and it's and it's different circumstances all the way around. It's not quarterback. You're in this reason not just because of him. It's all sorts of things. It's all sorts of things that go out th- that go on through a season. But there's certain things that when you have when you have better play at a certain place, things like you don't lose to Washington. Now, if you could tackle, you wouldn't have lost two of those games. You could tackle, you wouldn't have lost against Michigan. I'm sorry, against Minnesota, and you yep. wouldn't lost against Arizona. Yep. If you can tackle, yeah, you know what I mean. But if you had maybe other good things at another place. Yeah, maybe it wouldn't have been a one-score game there. in the fourth you know, quarter maybe against a really there. bad team. Maybe it wouldn't have been there. Right. And so, I mean, there, there's so many circumstances that goes into uh, where the Falcons are at right now in the season. And I said, yes, I said it on Tuesday, whatever. I said, like, yeah, I mean, considering how they looked against Chicago and considering how the play – because I think all this movie can call plays. All right, don't worry. I, I think he gets too damn – over his skis too many times mm-hmm. for my liking. But I'm not saying the man can't call plays. And a lot of times quarterback limits what you want to do offensively. I get all that. But I think that, as I said it, if they don't win, they're not the NFC South. When we come in here on Monday, you gotta go. Gotta go. But yeah. I'm not, but that's my opinion. I'm not saying he's gonna go. I'm not saying Mr. Blaine's gonna fire yeah. or anything. I said that's just my thought process. My thought process is if that's true, like if if not winning this division is enough to not be re- retained, mm-hmm. why would Winning it the way that they're winning it would be enough it. to be because retained. You I know. Because you want it. Because you want but it. But that's what it took to beat these guys? And, and, but that's the thing about it, Blanc. I mean, but you won it. And, and so, you lost to but, all these teams you lost but to? You, but you won it. And you got – I just think that's just how uh, – I understand what you're you, saying. You see what I'm saying? I do. I, yeah. I see what you're saying. But they won it. But you see what I'm saying? I, I 100% agree. Like, you're here anyway. Yeah. Is no it going to get better? No matter what happens on Sunday, you're like, here like, anyway. Is it going to get better because you won the South? Yeah. But, I mean – You still just barely beat these guys. But the thing about it, the you won it. The worst division in NFL You set out to win the South. You set out to win the South and get to the second season. You're right. Yeah. I guess. So what? How? Yeah. But, I mean – so what? Uh, how you made par? Okay, you don't have to tell the story on the scorecard. You hold out from 150. Yeah, whatever. You did it. You got lucky. You, you thin anyway. <sighs> All right. Um, Brock Bowers is going to the NFL. The, the least surprising no. announcement of any Georgia football player. A lot of other guys are going as well. Van we'll Pran, talk about Van Pran just Julian enough. Humphrey and his situation in a second. But yeah, Van Pran and Brock Bowers were the least surprising announcements yeah. to the NFL. Congratulations to both of those guys, two legends in Georgia football. Oh, no history. doubt about it. He, Brock Bowers is my my favorite player to watch. He's my favorite player to watch. I enjoyed, and I'm talking about ever I, at Georgia. 
In my yeah, wow. And he has tight end bias and That's everything. Cool. It's tight end bias. I'm not saying he's the best player. Sure. I'm just saying he was my favorite. That's cool. He's my favorite player to ever watch play at Georgia. This dude, I mean, just a special, special player. From the first time I watched him play against Clemson until the last game I watched him play hobbled against Alabama. My favorite player to watch. One of the best to ever do it. I mean, you can have many Mount Rushmores and everything. He's on mine. He'd have to be. He's on mine. And, and three, so, three-time All-American, yeah. two-time national yeah. champion. I mean, Pollock, obviously, three-time All-American. Yeah. Walker, three-time All-American. Mm. I mean, it's but yeah. he's got two championships. Yeah, man. I think just he, he is my favorite dog to watch. And I just it, it sucks that he didn't we didn't get a chance to get it done for him and everything. But I mean, he's just a, a special player, good human being. I think he's going to be a good pro. I do too. I think he's going to be a good pro. I do but yeah, too. Wasn't surprised at all by that. Yeah. Now you start seeing some of the mock drafts of where some of these guys might be taken. Um, I saw Bowers to the Chargers. Uh, okay. Wow, don't they have a tiny there? I mean, he's gonna be successful anywhere he goes. All right, he's he's a, he's a damn baller. Man. Yeah, he's just one of them dudes that's gonna get it done no matter where he goes. It's so, just one of those ones where it's like you know, if he goes to Chargers, hopefully it'll be all right. He goes to Herbert's good. Herbert's they gotta hire great. the right coach. They gotta get the right coach in there. They get Harbaugh over there. He loves using. But tight I think ends. he does. But my, I just damn Dean and them are gonna have to do something they don't do. Like they want this. Well, like they have to pay somebody. They have to pay. They no, but that's the new reality of to, head coaches in the NFL. He ain't. They don't got that capital like that. Oh, they don't. I don't think to hire uh, a damn fifteen million dollar head how coach. How can you own? How can you own an NFL football team and know. not have and fifteen just, million dollars a year to pay a coach? I didn't say they couldn't. I'm saying that'd be a dent. You know okay. what I mean? Like <laughs> it, it's certain levels no, to I, it. Right. It's certain level. Like, I don't understand. The I don't levels. understand why they didn't. I'm pretty sure that Sean Payton probably wanted to go there instead of them. To Denver. Yeah, but Denver. But Denver got that Walmart, Walmart bread. Money. Yeah. <laughs> got that Walmart yeah. bread. Who's not spending money at Walmart? Yeah. I Who mean, does Spanos own? Like, what's his? Uh, I, their dad was a uh, shopping centers or something. I think it was back in the day. Oh. I think, it was I, like real estate kind of? Yeah, I think back in the day. Something okay. like that. All right. Um, let's hear Alex Anthopoulos, who was on with Dukes and Bell yesterday. Uh, if you missed the interview, check it out. Dukes and Bell podcast page, 92.9thegame.com as well. Here he is talking about the Chris Sale trade. He's had a lot of injury stuff in in the past, no doubt about it. The big one was the Tommy Johnny had a while ago. And since then, he's had a lot of freak injuries. Now, at some point, I understand you could say, well, they keep sapping in and so on. Maybe he's an injury-prone guy. Prior to the Tommy John, this guy was a pretty durable guy that was able to post day in and day out. But he had some freak things, a bike accident, comebacker, hit his, <laughs> his pimping key, came out. He has not had a bunch of arm-related problems. What, he got hit by a bus? I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope not. Bike injury. I don't, I'm looking at what it What the right hell now. happened? Uh, on a bicycle? That's a bicycle injury. Broken wrist in a bicycle accident. Oh, okay. Yeah. Last he, like, is he like a dirt biker? Uh, broke his right <laughs> wrist in a bike accident last week. Underwent season-ending surgery. Oh, no, I remember he hurt himself. I don't I, remember I don't this. remember the bike, though. I don't remember the bike. That's my thing. Was he like a BMX then a, guy? Then he had a pinky finger that he got hit in a... Oh, okay. Bike Dang it. This story gives very little details about the bike injury. Oh, okay. It gives details of his contract and all that kind of stuff. What about? I want to know what happened. But like, by like, uh, old boy from the uh, from the Knicks that got hit by a bus. Oh, yeah. yeah I, mean, I don't think he got hit by a bus. I think he just fell off his bike. I don't know. Remember when Joe Biden fell off his bike? <laughs> Dude, I laughed so damn hard. <laughs> President Biden, sorry. I laughed so damn hard when I saw that. I was like, yeah, this, like, I, it was just funny. Was, <laughs> fell off a bicycle, <laughs> fell, fell down the damn steps, or fell up the steps of, of uh, Air Force One. It's like, tough to fall up steps. <laughs> it's, fell, it's hard as hell to fall the way he did. A lot of people fall down Dude. steps. But, <laughs> I, I mean, hey, Chris L., hey, Alex, he, he still has my trust. 
He still has. Oh my, yeah. yeah, he still has my trust. Dude. If 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 this is what he thinks of it, he's very. Because uh, I heard I was in the car when uh, when the boys had him on. He's high on that young, but that damn left fielder dude. Oh, uh, good, yeah, Kelnick. He's, yeah, he's he's high on no, him. I'm telling you, man, he's high on him. The, all the Mariners folks I know were very mad that they made yeah, that. He's, high, like, he's, he's like, very like, high on him. Oh, this is a bum ass franchise who will sell off a good young player just to save a buck. Yeah, that. Of course you trust him. I trust him, too. They just got to find a way to beat the Phillies in October. That's, That's what it. they got to do. That's it. All right, we'll come back. Dave Archer is going to join us, uh, find out how he thinks the Falcons are going to find a way to beat the Saints on Sunday and all the playoff scenarios and all that good stuff. Coming up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. New year. Same jams. New year. Same jams. Same slappers. Courtesy of Dave. We'll try to catch up with Dave Archer uh, in a few minutes from right now. He joins us on Wednesdays at 1140. Busy week, man. Everything going on up there at Flowery Branch. We'll try to uh, track him down. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Get into an NFL no huddle coming up in about 20 minutes as well. Some some pretty interesting moves made ahead of the final week of the season. Uh, and we'll get into some of the playoff scenarios, not just Falcons and NFC South related, but some of the other playoff scenarios. We know who the number one seeds yes. are in the AFC yes. and the NFC. Yes. A lot else you up play, for That's the biggest thing. Do you play them? I know Chris McCaffrey's out with the leg. Yeah. I would sit Trent. Yeah, I'd sit, I would sit, sit everybody. Yeah, I would sit everybody. Even But that's two weeks that they won't play. Mm-hmm. And so that's always that's true. Uh, one of the things that, you know, rust over whatever, rhythm over rust or whatever it's called. Yeah, rust over rest. Rust over rest or something like that. Yeah, whatever. Whatever it is. We were laughing because we had on the off the cuff, we were talking about dorky ass uh, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, whatever. I saw something just a second ago that Orlowski was sniffing the woman's shoe, dog. I did see that. Let me tell you something, man. I did see that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Donald McMichael ain't no killer, but don't push her. Yeah. It would have been a real, mm-hmm. real problem at the McMichael household mm-hmm. if my woman saw me sniffing another woman's shoe. Because the first thing you always think about, damn freak. Yeah. Yep. First thing you think about, Damn freak. Be as freaky as you want with your wife. Yes. In your bedroom. I'm just telling you. At your house. I just saw that. I just saw it. I'm like, oh, hell no. That would have been an issue on top of it. That's one of the things where you just like, when you were a little kid and you got in trouble with the school, call your mama, and you just had to wait, like you, that you had that thought process all day that you about to get blanked up. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. my flight got delayed. No, you know what? I can't even say my flight got delayed because she going to answer the phone. That's, that's what I mean. She going to answer the phone. Oh, this is all going to be in person. Oh, this is going to be yeah. an in there's no person texts. There's no phone calls. Yeah, this yes. is an in-person yes. conversation. Yes. And it's not like, yeah. you know, so sometimes we can be like, okay, she's not listening right now. I can yeah. say this joke. Yeah. It's not like that. No. It's on ESPN. No, this is, this is broadcast this woman, worldwide. This woman's shoe. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't, and I, I, I feel conflicted about it for a couple of reasons because, like, I, I've been on the fence on some of the stuff Dan Orlovsky's done in the past. Uh-huh. In general, and then sometimes even in relation to his wife and some of the conversations, I'm like, all right, like, maybe, but that's a little bit of a gray area, and mm-hmm. you make yourself look pretty dumb when you say that on TV. Whatever, like, I'm I'm willing to say whatever pretty much on here, so I can't really say right. other people, but, like, that's a line. Like, you can't, you're yeah. married. Yeah, yeah, you're no. married, you can't go on TV sniffing another lady's shoes. I, I'm like, oh, don't <laughs> I, oh, boy. I was like, so I guess Dan Orlovsky and Rex Ryan, two ESPN employees, like feet. But Rex like his wife feet. Exactly. Yeah. That's the main <laughs> main and vital difference. I wish I would. <laughs> well, I tell you, my wife don't cuss, but boy, I would have got cut. And it's one of the things where damn. I'm sure after the after the fact he's like Do you damn. think? Yeah. He, he does some weird stuff. Stiffen, I mean, that's like 
out of the box, though, nasty. Real nasty. Stiff, uh, yeah. uh, stiff in feet. And again, if you like feet, that's fine. That's on you. But don't be liking someone else's feet that isn't your wife yeah. on TV. Yeah, that's just nasty. That's just, yeah, that's just. Uh, it wasn't, yeah, it was a very unusual. It was very unusual. Very unusual. And yeah. I, Shannon Sharp's reaction was perfect. Yeah. I'm going to have to keep an eye on you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect, nice way to call yeah. someone a damn weirdo. A damn weirdo, man. <laughs> Goodness gracious, dog. But yeah, yeah. I, saw, I just saw that. I was like, oh. Yeah, that would have been a, that would have been an issue at the McMichael House. Yeah, yeah, that, that would have been a really big yeah. issue. Like, <laughs> um, I wasn't thinking at the time. I got, I got caught up in the moment. Y'all like talk- just trying to be entertaining. Yeah, that's, that's trying to keep these ratings going. Yeah, because like you know Shannon's on the show now, and he's pretty wild. He does crazy stuff sometimes. So I thought I had to sort of bring some craziness to the. Mm-hmm. No, no, bro. Bring some craziness in no, a different way. No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, still no arch. Okay. Uh, well, again, I'll let you know. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to markspain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today, and start packing. Um, I was going to ask Arch one of the things to ask him about the Falcons game from Sunday in comparison to some of the other ones that they've played. Falcons have lost plenty of games this year, but when you look at the, the margin, t- Titans by five, Vikings by three, Cardinals mm-hmm. by two, should have won all those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bucks by four, certainly could have won that game. Panthers by two, mm-hmm. never in a million years should have lost that game. They lost to the Bears by 20. Yeah. That's more points than all those losses combined. Yeah, I mean, like Sunday was so much worse yeah. than any of the other ones that you've seen. To me, yeah, I mean it was because you lost. That was a big, your biggest margin of uh, that you lost by by all year, and, you know. Yeah. And, and it's, it was just because uh, I mean you can say snow, all that other stuff. Yeah, oh, come on, I don't man. know, I don't know, about I don't that. know. All right, we we do have Dave Archer. Let's get him in here. Brought to you Dave! by Center Park Credit Union, hey, the official credit union of Georgia State University Athletics. Happy New Year, Dave. Happy New Year to you guys. Good to be with you guys. Sorry I missed you earlier. No. Uh, I did the the whole. You know those those resolutions you say that uh, that always you never live up to. I said more organization. Of course, was the first thing I do. I misplaced my phone. I couldn't <laughs> find my phone to answer the phone for you guys. So sorry about that. It's all right, we got we got all year to get better at that yeah. one. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about. So we were just having the conversation about Sunday about how different it was in terms of the last few losses that were close and could have gone either way, one way or the other. That one wasn't on Sunday. The Bears handed it to the Falcons. What went so wrong on Sunday? Well, a lot of things went wrong. Inconsistency at quarterback, which has been kind of the, the reoccurring theme for this team, turned the football over, was part of the, the inconsistency at quarterback. Um, there was a couple opportunities that Arthur dialed up a couple of really good plays uh, that were walk-in touchdowns. Uh, he gets Scotty Miller in the third quarter on a play-action mm-hmm. pass. He gets two guys front side on the right side. Miller runs a crossing route and runs right by the the Chicago defender along their sideline. And I'm talking about it's going to be a 60-yard yep. touchdown, walk-in touchdown. Completely missed it. I don't know how he didn't see it because the play's designed to go there. And the very next play, he waits and throws it late to the backside and gets picked off. So, uh, just not a very good day for Taylor Heineke, no question about that. Um, defense uh, was uh, its sorts as well. We've, we've seen them have struggles to get the quarterback on the ground. This was going to be that it, on steroids, right, because this dude has the ability to extend. He's a great athlete. We know all those kind of things about him. Uh, when you don't wrap him up and put him on the ground, this isn't Josh Dobbs you're putting on the ground. This is an elite-level athlete that uh, made some really good plays, Justin Fields. And then he heard him throwing the football. And Jesse Bates got victimized a couple times early on, uh, got caught peeking in the backfield on a little wheel route, got beat uh, by D.J. Moore on a little sideline route that ended up being a, um, I don't know, a 30, 40-yard play to start the game. And then he got him, got, they got him isolated on him again in the red zone, third inside receiver, and uh, he ran a little corner out to the back pylon, and, and Fields made a really good throw there too. So 
I thought they did a really good job. Eberflus did a really good job of of scheming DJ Moore on Falcon safeties, and and even when he was lined up on a corner, he did a good job. He beat AJ Terrell a couple times as well, so he had a monster day. So um, all those things add up to not having a very good day, and and then you get the one play where you think you're going to maybe steal a score on that on the kick return right before half. Oh man, field goal. Yeah. go go! And and D, and D and D gets tripped up right at the eight yard line and doesn't get in. So. Seemed like everything that could go wrong or not go the Falcons' way did. Well, and, and I was we were talking about that all week, and obviously uh, this week is a big one because your season. I mean, as small as the percentage is, it's still there, Dave. It's still there. You know, you got to rely on the team whose owner throws drinks on people, but hey, that might motivate them or something, Dave. I don't know. But I mean, what what is your thought process as they get ready to go down to New Orleans, not even knowing who the quarterback's going to be? Yeah, I don't. I don't know that you get caught up in too many of the periphery things, Randy. Right. You know as well as I do that none of it makes any sense unless you go win the game. So your number one concern is to go down and beat a New Orleans team that just went to Tampa. With Tampa, everything on the line for Tampa to kind of sew up the division, and they beat them, and they beat them pretty soundly down there. Beat up the quarterback and all that stuff. So that's number one concern um, to, to go take care of business. Not to not to mention the fact, or or to go ahead and mention the fact, it's New Orleans. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't, you're not going to play Minnesota, play the Rams or something. You're going to go play New Orleans, who's your hated rival. And I played in this game. Uh, this game means a lot to the players that play in this game, means a lot to the two fan bases. And that alone, uh, and I played in this game a couple times, quite frankly, guys, where nothing was on the line, but it meant something to go beat the Saints. And uh, that's what it means against this year is to go beat the Saints in their building. Uh, and then on top of that, maybe you get an opportunity. Maybe Carolina finds lightning in a bottle like they did against us, and they find a way to – they played them to a three-point game here about three weeks ago, so maybe they find a way to get it done for you. But nothing means anything unless you go beat the Saints. And really, all you need to do is say Saints, and it shouldn't matter much in, in, after that. really shouldn't. It really shouldn't. It seems as simple <clears throat> as that to me, and we talked about that in the opening segment today. Um, how, how banged up would Heineke have to be in order for Ritter to be the starter on Sunday, do you think? Well, I think he, if he's limited to where he can't move around, Andy, I think, you know, he was pretty good in his ability to buy time. He ran for a couple of first downs. Of course, he had the touchdown run that that really made the game closer than probably the score indicated. He punched it in their early fourth quarter, and all of a sudden it's 27-17, and you've kind of been dominated for the most part in the game, yet you look up and, hey, you get a defensive stop. We can make it a one-score game. So, um, so he did some good stuff as far as extending drives and stuff like that or extending, you know, downs, getting you, getting you in the end zone. So if he can't do those kind of things, I can't imagine that you'd go with him. But I, he, he seemed like he was intent, even though he walked out of there with protection on his leg, uh, that he was going to be ready to go this week. Dave, I saw the video before the game <clears throat> of you and Wes and y'all cranking up the damn – <laughs> little thing. Now, I've never been up in that press box, but I've watched had to watch film when you're uh, playing against the, uh, the the Bears. Has the worst angle of twenty all twenty two in the world. But how was it up there in the box? Was there a glass behind that damn uh, that tin thing, or was it just all that Chicago wind coming in your face? No, you you can't, Randy. You come on now. You you played this game. You cannot do the game and not feel the elements. Whether right. we're in Lambeau Field or whether we're Soldier Field, two of the venerable stadiums in this conference or in this in the in this league. You got to be able to feel it a little bit. You got to be a part of it. So the lake effect was coming in. We had swirling, had some of those flakes coming in through the window, and you got fans that are like literally like two feet below you that are yelling up at you stuff. I mean, it's the it's the classic uh, opportunity to be a part of part of a game, having played there and all the all the great uh, memories. I mean, you think about it. you walk down 
you walk down a tunnel in that building, Dick Butkus walked down yeah, that tunnel. Right. You know, Walter Payton walked down that tunnel. I mean, how could you not get jacked up to play in a building like that? And then you get a December day like that in Chicago. It was not overly cold. You had the lake effect, which which created a lot of the precip and stuff. I mean, it was a it was what? kind of a magical type football day, if you will. And they call it bear weather up there. They don't like being in it either, but uh, it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Meteorologist as well. The the, the precip. Pre- I like that. I, I heard lake effect more times, Andy, than I ever <laughs> ever want to hear again. I'm sure you've got some things that you could bring to us from the Northwest that you don't ever sure. want to hear again about yeah. how the the weather's in Seattle marine or wherever layer. it is. So, if I never hear about go. a marine layer again in my life, I'll be very happy. There Dave, thank you very Appreciate much. Appreciate it, Arch. Great to be with you guys. Let's get us one to finish this thing off. Huh? Amen. How about that? Amen. Yeah. Dave Archer there, Falcons Radio Network analyst, one joins of, us every single one Wednesday. One of the best places to play, man. Yeah. It, my it, my so wife, I don't know why. Like She, she uh, has always had a soft spot for the Chicago Bears. I don't oh, know what that I is. Lo- I love But one of her, man. she was talking, we were watching the game on Sunday. She's, one of her sports bucket list items uh-huh. is to go to a home game. In Chicago in December, yeah, and hopefully it was, it's, it was, it was, it's a lot of fun. And like, they, like they say, you think about Walter Payton. Walter Payton is one of my favorite players. One of my good friends, Javar Johnson, one of his friends' dad was a Minnesota Viking. He tells us a great story about playing against Walter Payton. And Andy, it's the greatest thing. He's like, and it's, he said, yeah, it was me and Walter, we locked eyes on a sweet play. You see his breath, he sees my breath. I was in perfect form, t- ready to tackle Walter Payton. And now you hear is a boom. I know you hear it in the stands. He said, the next thing I know, I was looking at the Chicago sky. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Walter Payton. Payton just bowled. He said, Walter Payton gave, gave him that damn ironing board. Oh. He said, Walter Payton gave him the ironing board. It damn near broke his damn neck. He said, he looked up, and all I saw was the Chicago sky. That is a great that, story. I was like. <laughs> yeah, and you got to really love and revere a guy to tell a story yeah. that passionately about you getting dump trucked. You know what I mean? But that's one of the best players that ever yeah. lived. So. Uh, happened to a lot of people. All right, we'll come back. We'll get you an NFL no huddle to kick off the noon hour. Thanks for being with us. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9 The Game. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.